think we're ready. Yeah, I think we are. Where'd that joint go? That was that was what my first <laughs> thought was. Where'd the joint go? But maybe we wait a little bit to sure. spark it. Okay. Are we already recording now? Are we already recording now? Dude, that's what you sound like. Is this how it's going to go the whole time? This is how it's going to go the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> because um, I don't know if I signed up for that. <sighs> and we're here. Hi, Seabass. Hey, Joseph. Um, I figured we can start out by taking five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten breaths. How many breaths? Let's do six. Six? Yeah. Okay. Position myself. And that was a chill invitation. <laughs> welcome all. Welcome all. Most importantly, Steve Bass, welcome you. Thank you so much for having me, Joseph. Yeah. I, uh, I'm glad we're here in Florida. Um, Steve Bass and our friend Jack made a 14-hour? 14-and-a-half-hour, yeah. 14-and-a-half-hour drive um, from Baltimore to Sarasota, Florida. And uh, what drew you here to Sarasota, Steve Bass? Uh, what drew me here to Sarasota? Uh, it's a sticky place. And um, I had the privilege of just, you know, living here for a couple of years with you, actually. And that's how we got to know each other. And um, so much uh, connection and attachment, I think, to this place, whether healthy or unhealthy, whether it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> whether it's uh, a comfort or whether it's a calling, uh, I'm not sure yet. But um, I had some time off uh, and I had to come down and spend some time with you. I haven't been here in a long time. Well, I mean, I don't know how long it's been been a while but it has been a while i think maybe a year actually almost mm. to the day uh last year it was uh valentine's day remember mm -hmm. and that's when we uh mm. a year almost to the day wasn't valentine's day in a month and a half anyways uh it's new year's uh, <laughs> <laughs> i kept saying happy thanksgiving for some reason or thanksgiving <laughs> um <laughs> uh, we haven't even sparked the we haven't even sparked the spliff yet yeah Shit. Okay. No, we're good. Through. No. Um, but uh, yeah, I kept calling it Thanksgiving. But I would say it's a comfort. Uh, it's a calling too. I feel like Sarasota. I always go back to that quote, like coming back to Sarasota. <coughs> Sorry, everybody. Um, I just snorted. Uh, <laughs> coming back to Sarasota is like you're coming back to. It's like the quote that is, uh, "You never step in the same river twice, for the river is not the same river, and the man is not the yeah. same man." Yeah. And it's felt like that too. And I've grown up here. I've been coming here my whole life with my family, like, you know, just on trips. And we'd always come down to Sarasota 
and then I went here for high school for a little bit. I went to Booker High School, and that was, you know, not a man stepping in the river. That was definitely a boy stepping in the river. <laughs> and uh, yep. even when I went to college here, it's still a boy in a lot of senses, and you know, still a boy now in a lot of senses. But um, but yeah, I think that uh, has channeled me or shaped me into who I am today. And what we've done is Sarasota for sure. As you sit here in your tie dye and your happy glasses. Yep. And uh, of course this place has definitely left a mark yeah. on you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I left here with very long hair down to my butt, just like, you know, four years of growing it, not getting a haircut. And I was yeah. like, damn, bringing this up to New York. Then New York, I guess, shaved off on me a little bit. Oh yeah, Start definitely. Shorter, I think shorter. every place we live, you know, rubs yeah. off on you and there, there's a culture and there's a, there's a, a vibe I think associated with every place and whether I think you choose to adapt to that or maybe you get inspired by it. Mm -hmm. I hope it's not to fit in. Um, mm. But also, you know, there's inspired. always, yeah, I think inspired by uh, if it calls you. But um, super similarly, uh, I always like the question, oh man, maybe Joey and I crossed paths when we were little and didn't even know it. Uh, my uncle actually was one of the first people in my family to leave Baltimore and he moved down to Sarasota. And uh, that was the place where my whole family would vacation all the time. Every summer, that's all we'd go, just come back to Sarasota. And uh, it never got old to me. I loved this place so much as a kid. And weirdly enough, I just had the opportunity to come back for college. And I did. And I moved here and uh, met Joey. And um, I don't know how long we've, we've, been, we've been vibing for uh, a couple years now. Probably known each other seven years now. Yeah, we've been on a lot of adventures, I feel like, in Sarasota. We've been on a lot of adventures in general. Um but Sarasota definitely has our heart from, like, the amount of mushroom trips we do <laughs> here. <laughs> I, was <or> <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, I yeah. think this place is permanently affected. Um, or By in us. It, no, well, no, I was going to say, this place is permanently imprinted in my brain to be magical. Like, at night, the, this, I mean, because I was probably always tripping balls when I was here. And so it just exists in this kind of weird almost fantasy world. It, it yeah. really is escapist. So when I do come down here, I really try to question myself, why am I coming down here? And not to not to grill myself or drill myself, what's that, I don't know the word, um, every time. But, um, you know, I think that's something that I, I really struggle with, actually. And it's mm -hmm. something I want to talk about maybe uh, right now. Um, being content with where you are, I'm always looking towards the next place. And I feel like you might be tired of saying this because I was talking about it last night. Mm -hmm. um, but being content with where you are and like what is surrounding uh, you, I just know that wherever I am, whether it's in Baltimore, whether it's in Sarasota, whether it's in New York, whenever I was in that place, I find my brain always looking to like, okay, what where's next? And, wh and not in a way of, of preparation, but in a way of, this isn't enough, I need to keep going. This isn't enough, I need to keep going. And I get very tired of a, of a place, and I, I maybe fixate on all the negatives that the place has to offer. And as soon as I leave, then my brain switches. I think about all the positives of that thing, all the things I miss, all the things I don't have, all the things I have to give up to move to a different place. And um, so I'm in this constant state of um, maybe, um, what would be the word I, I'm looking for? Uh, Chasing? <laughs> yeah, but um, just... Uh, seeking? Seeking, yeah, maybe seeking, but almost in a, in a, in a hollow way where it's like a an uh, endless cycle Self because I'm... Yeah. Fulfilling prophecy in a way. Well, I think that starts also with, like, how you... Uh, um, I got it, sorry. Uh, I think that starts with how you show up right now, like where we are right now, and 
every day forward or, you know, in the past learning from that as well, but how you show up right now. And, um, yeah, I think that starts there too. Cause I think we all have that tendency to like want to have a story or, you know, a narrative of why we went places, even leaving New York or going there was like a narrative of why I was there. And then I can kind of see it a little bit better. I was, I was sort of living that narrative. And then when you, when you do get some time and space away from it, like moving down here, you sort of look back on it you're like oh wow i really was in that narrative i was in that narrative and it's like worthy questioning where you are now what's the narratives you're in now and how can you go towards those like consciously how can you um maybe steer a little bit in another direction too again it's like i always say you want to pack lightly like when people Mm, that's a good one i like that yeah when you meet when you meet people I, i would say like you know some people will bring duffel bags and roller bags full and rvs full just to meet you and have a conversation like us Mm -hmm. like they're bringing all of this stuff to it and it's like you know because life is heavy you do pick up a lot of things you do grab a lot of things oh shit this that oh i could never live without and simply yeah you did what oh no someone told me once uh live heavy travel light yeah and you almost just said that exact same thing with like i mean maybe i well I think it's a a great... I feel like you want to appreciate the things you have. So, like, if you do have a backpack... Because we all bring our own things to uh, coming to meet each other anyways. Sorry about the wind. Um, We're sitting outside. It's beautiful. We couldn't (laughs) resist. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, About, you know, you you do want to bring things that are meaningful to you in life. And you want to be able to share things. And also be able to have a pack light enough that you could pick some stuff up. Or leave some stuff around. or Share. Yeah, share. Leaving, yeah. Yeah, leaving stuff. Leaving your imprint on that place. Yeah, leaving yourself open for things to fall in. And for things to come out, too. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to be an open box so you can share it with everybody. And, um, yeah, and I think part of that, too, is, like, forgetting that whole, like, oh, I was in this place and living here. Because, like, actually, us coming to Sarasota is completely new. Right now, it's completely new. We've we've never been here. We've we've never been here. To this version of, you know, where we are now. And these people haven't been here. Yeah, exactly where we are and and who we are. And to honor that, too. and, And learn from your past. And have a goal for the future as well. Um, and obviously I'm saying all this stuff to remember this stuff for myself too, uh, most importantly, but, um, yeah, it's like that too. Cause it's very easy to be like, Oh man, I was in New York. I was with my uncle Jeffy, just walking around, climbing on playgrounds, getting high, going to like, you know, just doing a lot of cool stuff, you know, pictures, blah, 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 blah. blah. And it's like, it's really easy to get caught in all of that. But then also at the same time, um, be happy where you are. And that was sort of me coming down here in the first place and moving down was like, I remember I told you when I came back from Croatia, it was like, find your kitchen. And the second day I got here, I found uh, a literal ca- kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> a kitchen, a, a cafe to work out. And um, I don't work in the kitchen, but I basically just talk to people. Um, and uh, yeah, so I found that and I felt like that was sort of my finding that contentment kind of thing, even if it's just for right now. Content. That, that was the word I yeah. was looking for before. Contentment. Content. I feel like I'm, I'm never content with like with what I have. Sorry. No, that's okay. So let me ask you this. Um. Again, very uh, strangely enough, I also now am working in in a kitchen, um, in Baltimore, and it's just very uh funny how our paths, even though have diverged, are are paralleling uh in there. I find that interesting. Um, but I'm in this kitchen too, and I, you know, it's in my hometown, so I see people that I know from being a kid, mm-hmm. and I see old like high school uh friends or peers whatever you call them like people's parents just random ass people mm-hmm. uh, r- random ass people and um do you ever f- uh feel embarrassed 
when uh someone that you know comes up to you in uh at at the shop and I had an experience the other day where someone came up to me and I've changed a lot since I'd been to Baltimore last and now we're wearing a mask and I'm mm. gonna have glasses. I wasn't wearing glasses before, so I've got I'm covered in tattoos. I just look like a vastly different person, especially if you can't see my face. Uh huh. And um this uh this guy came up and he was a father of one of my really close friends mm-hmm. uh, when I was a kid and he came up, he didn't recognize me and we were having this exchange and I thought like oh just pull your mask down and say it's it's you it's you but then mm. I thought about myself I was like I actually don't want him to see that I'm working at a cafe I don't want him to know that like this is where where I am right now and then I w- I stopped and that was a big realization mm-hmm. for me. I was like, oh, wait, why Why do I feel that way? Why yeah. am I embarrassed? Wh- what's wrong with, with you working at a cafe in your hometown? Or maybe what have you not accepted about, and I go through similar, exactly similar thing. We're in a very similar situation. Um, yeah, it's sort of what haven't you accepted about yourself? And I asked that about myself too. I'm like, okay, well, wh- where's that need come from to be like, and I think I talked about this on the last podcast too. Yeah, when people come up and they're like, Oh yeah, I went to Ringling. I went to the art. Oh, that's a good art school. I'm like, eh, it's all right. And uh, <laughs> and I was, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I learned everything I know about photography outside of school. School is like cool. It's cool. You can learn skills and all this stuff. But um, what's that need where I'm like, uh, even last night I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I work at a cafe. I'm like, but I shoot for Sarasota Magazine. You know, I'm doing that photography mm-hmm. and like, you know, I do my own photography and stuff too. And it's like that need to sort of say that sometimes, and it, it's okay to be proud of your work too, to take pride in it. Um, but I wrote Where is it coming from? Yeah, I wrote in my journal the other day. It's like, I don't remember how, but I saw someone at the cafe, and it was like, I was like, it looks like someone's taking their identity a little too seriously. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I catch, a lot of times I catch myself in that too. And I think I've gotten to a point now a lot where I'm sort of like, wait, where is my identity? Let me rip it apart and and see what stays and see, you know, what I can I can drop off. But yes, it's that similar thing of like, yeah, what am I? I guess it's our own societal thing too. It's like, right now I'm living with my family and like I'm 26 years old. I'm like, Oh, I'm living with my family. Yeah. I'm, I'm working. I'm doing all this stuff. But I'm living with my family. It's like from an American perspective, especially like in first world con- uh, countries and capitalistic societies, they, they're always asking you like, what are you working on? What are you mm-hmm. doing? What are you working on? It's like, Hey, what have you been up to? And it's like, it's a good thing to be busy. And I'm like, I like to be busy, but I like to be busy. Like, with the podcast with like going on a bike ride with yeah with working too with making my own too but it's almost like there's an expectation so you're you're arriving at that at that point with this expectation maybe i should be here or maybe i could be there or this or that and then it kind of taints again where you are and yeah yeah i think people's fixation on on where you are and where you should be um is something that I, I deal with all the time and I think right now being like you said 27 mm. uh, living at my parents house right now um, even that right now Im- admitting it on this microphone is like a little bit scary for me and I'm questioning why am I, why does that trigger that thing for me and I think I'm coming to a point right now in my life where I really am uh, aware of what was attempted indoctrination I guess on me of of where I should be in my career, where I should be in my uh, relationship life, um, where I should be in my financial life, where I should, you know, all these all these ideas and of of where I need to be, and I think we're so expected to just share those things, and that's what we need to be proud of. Um. Well, it's also going to come 
through you. Like you don't have to actually say anything. And almost sometimes before I say, oh yeah, but I'm doing, I'm doing this, I'll stop myself and I'll be like more in the present. Like, hey, like feel my chill. You're going to feel that I do. I don't have to tell anybody I'm doing anything. And that's part of even my like break from social media. I'm like, I don't want to tell anyone anything I'm doing. Let me keep it for myself right now. And share it with people when they're around me or, you know, social media has its place and all these things sharing da, 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 even for the podcast. But it's like, I think those, I think we don't give ourselves enough credit in terms of showing up. Like when you show up full yourself and sometimes it can be medicine that reminds you of that sometimes Molly too, in, in particular where you're just like, I'm so okay just sitting here and breathing and talking to somebody and doing some art or thinking about some art or, you know, whatnot. And the more you can get, you don't need the drug to get there. The more you can do that every day, whether it's like meditation or even just consciously recognizing, hey, taking five breaths before you do something. It's like that's really helpful because life's going to unfold exactly as it should. And you're a part of it and don't stand in the way. Just go with the river, you know, go with the flow of it. I have this uh, friend of mine went to high school together and uh really talented individual really extremely driven individual um and he was you know one of the closest people to me at that time in my life and uh he's a little bit younger than me and right now he just he did it you know he's successful i think by 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 the those terms um he's uh, a writer right now mm -hmm. in in LA and he did it i mean he's he's a he's a professional writer that's what he does he was hired uh he did a contract with universal and like i'm bragging for him right mm -hmm. now all these things and that's what and that's what i'm identifying him when i say oh tell me about your friend evan i'm like totally. oh well he universal this and, and 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 the the screenplays that and all these things does that say anything about him as an individual yeah. no those are things he accomplished and maybe you could say okay that means he's talented that means he's driven but like we don't lead with those things we don't say he's talented and driven we say like what he's done what he's accomplished and he I mean, you know, disclose to me. I'm not going to talk about his money situation, but like, he makes a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And um, we were having a conversation the other day. He's actually back in town in Baltimore just for the holidays, and uh, we were just talking about the way we've cho chosen to live our lives. And he kind of pumped the the gas. Oh, you guys say pump the gas, say pump the brakes. But he floored it in his career, and he is making the money and doing all these things. And I kind of, I think, chose maybe experience. Um, I wanted to see more things. I think I wanted to meet more people. I think I wanted to have more of an intake uh, than kind of an expulsion uh, of, of whatever it was. And it's funny. I look at him and I'm like, I, I don't have this solid job. I'm not making, you know, three, three, six figure, you know, whatever the thing is. I, I, I. I'm working at a coffee shop right now and I was doing uh, I, w I was like doing other things and it's funny then he looks at me and he says D you know I haven't I haven't met all these people I haven't I haven't met all these things and it's funny how we're both getting back to not being content it's funny how two of us have living went we split off and went the exact opposite directions mm -hmm. and yet we look at each other and are still envious of what the other has mm -hmm. and Maybe you we talked about it before, but they say like you know comparison is the death of joy, mm -hmm. uh, and I think that really resonates with me. And um, you know, and so he and I now are really trying to figure out where how how we can both you know there there is a time and place for for working and and making money because you need that to 
have time yeah. to do things. And so I just think I think it's funny that I am so hard on myself all the time and where I am in my life and there's someone else who I'm looking up to is is hard on themselves wishing that they were it's just it's yeah, com- so strange from the desiderate says when you compare yourself to others you may become a vain and bitter person for there will always be a greater or lesser person than yourself yes perfect. greater perfect. and lesser yeah you know, always always and it's funny as you're saying all this too i'm looking at your shirt you're, oh you're yeah wearing our best friend j-rock who we met through through our photography but through our art and through just experience and again it's like i think there's a place for all of it and it's like again just as you were saying that, you're like, oh, I'm getting insecure. I'm like, dude, you're wearing a shirt from from our art, from our life, from how we live our life. And, uh, you know, not that, not that any anything is better or worse. Again, it's like there will always be a greater and be- better person than yourself. But that's why you find yourself. Th- uh, you can do it through, I guess, inspiration, maybe less comparison and more inspiration. I feel like that's when I thrive the most is like when I'm inspired by somebody. And... Um, yeah, so I just think it's interesting because I am very joyful for all the experiences I have. And there's still things I want. It's a new year. It's an explosive year. And that's, you know, that's where uh, I want to explode with with my love, with my art, with myself too. Like holding myself accountable for like, you know, maybe not being scared to make the next step of whatever that is. And shedding myself and um, and being happy where I am right now. Taking a breath and appreciating and knowing that like all the art and experiences we've come we've had like come through us when we show up. Oh, it was so important for me uh to be here for the new year. I think that was you know, a big reason why I came down in the first place to kind of share that with you and um you really are such an important person to me in my life. And you know, I think that uh sharing this kind of new year with someone special i think i don't have anybody to kiss i don't have any i mean i could kiss you uh <coughs> um uh i'll add this out no yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, all my childhood friends me and Zbass are such good friends that uh we've been mistaken as a couple many many times oh all the time i can't even count. wait we're not a couple your grandpa asked if we were a couple yeah all your all your closest friends all your closest childhood friends yeah. asked if we were a couple are we a couple we're a couple of life living children yeah i think okay i'd say <laughs> but you know well I we have we have a relationship and i don't think ra- relationships is like bound by no we're not physical with each other like that in in the sense of a relationship that's you know like we hug each other whatever we'll wrestle with each other we'll we'll you know we're not Absolutely. scared to express ourselves we're not scared to express <laughs> ourselves um you know through our bodies <laughs> and with each other but at the same time like we're not physical with each other and i think it's still bound by the same fundamentals on which any beautiful relationship is founded on like friendship family any of these things you know and i think what has been so interesting about our relationship i think to me is uh for one it's the most unique relationship that i have with any human being on the planet actually i'm not just saying that because i'm on your podcast i swear (laughs) um but Seriously and genu- genuinely, uh, the 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 waves, the ebbs and the flows, and I think the the love, the passion, the competitiveness. Uh, we've gone through phases. We went through a time where we, you know, broke up, quote unquote, yeah. and weren't talking uh, for a while because we w- we were again such different people, and we were growing and, and figuring out um, how to work together, how to work separately. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were inseparable, yeah. I think, uh, throughout the four years almost of college. We were in our honeymoon phase, like in dating. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh my god, this. Is 
we're going to do so much shit. And we did do so much shit together and all this stuff, but it's almost that honeymoon phase where you're like, all right, well, wh- where am I without this relationship? Or who am I without this who person? Because we were literally neighbors right next to each other. Our grandpa lived right behind us. Like, we'd always be together. We'd go to the same classes. Yeah, see, every single yeah. class. And it was we, <coughs> it, there was a point where it was like Seabass and Joey, Joey and Seabass. We were one entity, and whenever you had one, you had the other. And it was always expected. And then I think, for me anyway speaking, mm. just um, it was a, a weird loss of identity for me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I kind of felt like, oh, you know, I kind of wanted to push you away and stand out more for myself because I was like, mm-hmm. you know, exactly can I stand up on my own without this without this person? Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, so it, it was interesting. We, we were making, I think, very similar art, and I think very inspired by each other. I'm going to go ahead and say that, but yeah. I mean, for me, I'm so inspired by yeah, you and too. the work that you do. And... Um, the amount of growth that we've done together, separately and, and apart, I think it's amazing that we're sitting here right now. And I think this last year or so, we, we came together so much stronger uh, than we ever were during our honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that was like a, I think that was on an all sugar diet. Yeah. And I think now it's like a lot healthier. Yeah. And um, it is so interesting. And I'm so curious to see where this relationship is going to go and as it grows. Uh, making art, uh, making memories, um, you know, it's fascinating. So I'm just really grateful to have someone like you in my life, really. Yeah, and me too. And I think, again, speaking to honeymoon phase and everything, it's like I think we were trying to find our own identity too. So that's why it was hard for us to, like, build our identities with each other because we really were becoming such a similar person. And, like, I think the beautiful part about us is how similar and on the same page and we got each other's backs. Mm-hmm. And then also, like, what makes us different? I think we've, in the past years, we've we've found out those things about ourselves and, like, cool. And then we accept it about ourselves and then we accept it for the other person. And we're like, oh, si-. and then, you know, we're on the same, like, as me and Cody have said, like, we're on the same climate. We might have different weather patterns sometimes, but we're in the same climate, you know, we're we're – and I, I, damn, I just had a thought. Um, oh, here it goes. Thank God it's back. How scary it can be in those times when you know that you kind of have to let go mm-hmm. or you kind of have to put in like, oh, my gosh, how long is this? You know, it that feeling is terrible and it, it sucks. But um, again, like I just said, being here now, it, it, it almost makes me laugh at my past self to be like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, you were so concerned that you were so focused on, on this loss mm-hmm. uh, that you might have even focused more on the loss than I was on everything that we'd accomplished and done and uh, learned together, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I think that goes on with any kind of relationship with, with breakups and these kinds of things. Um, s- you know, bringing it to your current relationship right now, uh, Joey, you're you're one of the people that calls me, I think, the most mm-hmm. uh, on the phone. You're a very very talkative person. Me, me Joey, you what? what? I know all the time. I feel like there there were there were times days when you know you call me multiple times, and then I actually was like, I can't talk to somebody that much. Like <laughs> you know, I can't. I started screening calls. Or, okay, I'll, maybe I'll get the next call because I know he'll call three more times. Like I typical C bass though for anybody. You got to yeah. wait a day for a response. Exactly. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my, my my mailbox is always full. I you know I'll get to you when I get to you. I'm really sorry. I love you, but like, um, but um, so now it's I think funny that you're in the uh, I would say this new honeymoon phase mm-hmm. uh, with this new person with your with your partner, um, and 
it sounds so cliche as like the you know My wife. I feel yeah, your wife. And now I feel like the other woman. And I'm like, damn, Joey, <laughs> Joey doesn't call me as much anymore. He's but he, when we do talk also now, like and same thing even with Cody, it's like again when you sh- yeah, I, I want to share as much love always, and I always am, and I love the conversations we have. We usually like catch up for like hours. We're on the phone. Yeah. For, like uh, yeah, but at the same time, I know what you mean. Yeah, we're yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, so it's funny rising into love. Exactly, and um, and you know, and of course, it the the feelings aren't uh from a serious way of of actual like jealousy or but it but it is funny, but I know, but in some way it is, and and not exactly. I'm I I I feel them and I'm expressing them and I'm telling you, you know, I'm sharing them with you, and I don't let them control me, but 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 you know, but they exist and it's there, and I recognize them. Uh, so I think it's funny the the differentiation between. Uh, romantic and I guess platonic relationships mm-hmm. um, where those lines are uh, why are there lines um, and I, I don't know I mean I don't want to get you know too too you want to kiss me right now yeah right, <laughs> now, right now that's what you're saying dog <laughs> I hear you not the time no, I'm <laughs> no I, I'm I'm just always curious like what kind of uh, what would what would life be like if if why don't people treat their clo- their best friends? Uh, and I mean, I'm only speaking from my perspective, so maybe I should treat my best friends differently or better. But um, we put such a focus on the romantic relationships. We call every day. We we make sure that they're okay. We make sure they're good. We they have they know they're loved. They have presents. They have gifts. They have whatever physical affection. All these things, right? And then you know, sometimes best friends can go weeks, months, a year without speaking, and they show up like, but why? Why not? Tend, tend to those gardens. That you can touch. Tend to the gardens that you can touch, but, like, tend to those ones just like you would, you know, a romantic one. Why are there these weird boundaries and lines and rules and limits? I just feel like we could... It's funny because I feel like from the way that I've... some of Like, one of the things that I do love about how I live life, too, again, we're always improving all this stuff, is, like, I, I barely see those bounds. And, like, why almost I think that's why I love this so much. Yeah, and I love you, too. And uh, that's also why I didn't say that. <laughs> that's also why um, why I love uh, having you know such deep rela- relationships and being um, being accountable to them and uh, uh, being accountable to them too. It's like I feel like I don't have those boundaries as much too. It's like I love everybody honestly. Like I really do love everybody. Again, you can only love somebody for as long as you know them but when i show up i i try to always show up with love and like you know loving people in that way and especially people who i let into my life like really seriously like um i try to have that for everybody but it is really special to have that with close friends with partners with all these things because that's how you learn you know yeah and i don't think they're yeah don't worry i definitely just trailed off uh in like a high in like a high moment there yeah me too (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, we're at this part take, of the podcast. Yeah, we're, 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 we're at this point of the podcast now. Let's take uh, 20 <laughs> breaths. <laughs> no, um, but I was actually talking with my dad, and I wrote it down earlier, yeah, too. Please. I was talking about this. Uh, he wants to start, like, this movement, and it's like a cult. It could be like a cultural movement. I thought you were going to say cult. <laughs> it, could it could be, be like, like a cult, cult <laughs> um, that you want to join. Um, so if join you wanna, it. Yeah. Um, well. Subscribe. It could be like a cultural movement of, like, literally shifting – because in so many ways, our society, uh, again, prioritizes so many things like 
getting your own, uh, you know, being there for your family, your unit, get, you know, establishing your nest where you live, all these things. And it's like, oh, you have your friends. And again, if you get to the end of your life with as many close friends as you count on one hand, like you are extremely lucky. That's an incredible thing to even have that throughout your mm-hmm. life. You know, the friends, the best friends I keep around you or Cody, I've known Cody and the, my friends, the Arkin, since I was like eight. And, and 12, and I met you when yeah. I was, like, 18. and you know. Jack, who I drove down with, I've known him since I was maybe six years old, I think. Yeah, and it's uh, and it's important to have those things, but also, like, to be family with everyone around you and everyone involved in this society that we're living in, the person right next to you, the person you're crossing on the street, or even as drastic in New York that are living a completely separate life in such a concentrated place. But, anyways, his movement would be called, like, practicing love and acceptance. Like, why can't we all practice love and acceptance with each other that's the things we prioritize loving and accepting each other for where they're at and then asking also the question and this came from this uh, documentary we're watching it's like uh what happened to you and how can i help those are the priorities hmm. practicing love and accepting wow. and asking people what happened and how, how can, can i, I help? help how can i help most importantly you know how can i help and if we all did that with each other you know uni- unanimously right? yeah. yeah um then it That's could be a beautiful. really cool I world, that. you know? So I'm going to try and nurture our chill, be the chill invitation for, you know, that me and Crystal, my wife, we cre- cre- like came up with that. We're on Molly, of course. Um, but uh, <laughs> she was saying, yeah, I was talking about our best friend, Sean and Cass, very A podcast. Check him out. Um, I love you, Sean. I love yeah, you, Cass. We love you. And, um, yeah, we were talking about them. And I was saying something that Sean had said to me. And she's like, you know, it's really cool when you show up because it's like, a chill invitation you're like a chill invitation i'm like damn that's that's what i want to be too like i for myself and then also like bringing people down because people are so incredible people are just children grown up and i'm in love with children obviously in a non-creepy way but i love (laughs) (laughs) i like i love i used to be a summer camp counselor that was one, one of the most fulfilling and amazing jobs like i get so much from children like just having conversations with them about uh because they're they have the layers that haven't been caked on it's like it's stripped away and sometimes i was thinking the other day i was like it's really important for as an adult as whoever you are a man a boy a child whatever to be able to talk to a kid and not have the answers to let questions come up because they have questions about the world that are probably pretty similar to you pretty fundamental you'll never really know the answers to those yeah and it's and that's Mm -hmm. awesome i think it's very important to not know the answers and explore those things and especially Mm -hmm. like with that childlike spirit of like what is it like this? Or my dad always says like, what's wrong with this picture? And like, how, how can I change it or make, touch something and make it better? How, what's it, but you ask what's wrong with this picture. It doesn't have to be a negative what's wrong, but like you're yeah, sitting at a I coffee improve? shop. Yeah. Hey, how come I can't give that stranger a hug and be like, what's up, man? How can I help you? What yeah. happened? How can I help you? I uh, <laughs> always tell myself these three things. Uh, not like a mantra, but I think when I, especially when I go out and take photos, uh, but just going out, regardless of taking photos or not, just with my interactions with everybody, three things. Lock eyes with somebody you may never see again. Indulging each other's differences. Tell them you love them. And make out with them. And make out with <laughs> them. <laughs> and tell you love them, yeah. And tell them you love them. It's so important. I, I say that to almost everyone I get off the phone with. I love you. Because yeah. you never know if that's last time they'll speak to you, you'll speak to them, and it's always nice. Even if you're mad at somebody, like grandma said, always. never never go to sleep angry. Say I love you. So I haven't slept in days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joey. Yeah. I love you. I love you, too. 
Hey, can I share a poem I uh, wrote the other day? I just like jotted it down. Yeah, please share. All right, cool. I was very tired that day and just uh, scribbled it out hey. over an acai bowl. No need to uh, oh, just preface. Oh, giving a little description. Love you too. What makes a wonderful life? The boats, the houses, the cars all shined? Or is it friends and hugs and art all combined? I think it's all, plus a walk on the beach. I think it's learning and laughing and loving to teach. Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Wait, did you write that or did Dr. Seuss write that? No, I wrote that. I wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, <laughs> is the lines do- Dr. Seuss in the poem? No, no. Because that would be that actually would be really pretty funny. sick. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Seuss. Yeah. Because I think it is all those things, too. Again, in the society we live, we're not living yet in practicing loving acceptance as our priorities. Sometimes the boats, the houses, and the cars all shined is pretty nice. It can be pretty nice, honestly. Those are comforts in life that mostly everyone would probably want. Roof over their head, food, transportation, health, loved ones, and family. And then is it friends and hugs and art all combined? So I think it's like all of it, you know? No, it was well said. I was just letting it sink in. I was just sitting here and enjoying the moment. I became really aware of the present. Mm-hmm. The palms. The little bit of sunlight that's hitting me in the side of the face. It's kind of blinding, but it feels good that it's blinding. On January 1st. 2021. 2021. Start of a new year. Explosive. Explosive. What's your intentions for going into 2021? My intentions, that's a really good question. We or has anything like come to you? Um, last night was pretty cool. Last night was really cool. Um, we, what did we do? We had Roman candles, uh, went to Lido, we shot at each other. We avoided a coronavirus party. We avoided a coronavirus party. Oh, I'm sorry. There's these dogs walking around, and there's this dog that lives here. This is the point of the podcast where uh, you guys <laughs> get hella high. <laughs> no, it was dogs are creeping up on us. <laughs> no, it was it was really funny. I was listening to your poem, and we had hit this moment for me, and I was like, "Damn, that's a perfect moment to close it." I I, I felt that, mm. uh, and I was like sitting with that moment, and then you had hit me with the with what my intentions for the new year, and then I kind of got uh, frozen a little bit, but I think. Dude, we can end it if you want to. No, <laughs> no, no. We can keep going forever. No. Um. So I went to an intentional burning last night. Um. And they had two fires, one in the backyard, one in the front yard. And the front yard uh, had a station where they had paper uh, and pens. And you would write on it things that you wanted to leave uh, in the year past. And then in the back, a similar station with a fire that uh, was... Um, intentions toward the future. Mm. Um, a really interesting exercise. And I even liked how they broke the fires up. I, d- I don't know why that touch uh, really uh, meant something to me. Mm. Uh, in the front yard and the backyard, what do those mean? And, and maybe it's not even that deep at all. And it was just a thing that they decided to do. But um, I kept my intentions for both of them pretty vague. And maybe that's like a fear of like specificity or like commitment to, to unfulfilling something. Um, but I think things I struggle with uh, on the daily that I, I, I work with all the time, um, I wanted to leave behind in 2020 laziness. That was the first thing I wrote. 
Then the second thing was joining the military. Joining the military, <laughs> leaving that shit behind. <laughs> no, it was um, laziness, indecision, anxiety, and fear. And I know those seem very vague. Those can mean absolutely anything. But I kind of like the fact that those could mean anything because I wanted to be able to be able to use it to whatever comes up, mm. you know, whatever I I was facing. And I know. I, I deal with those things on the regular, anxiety in particular. Mm-hmm. As we know, you know, you've been there a lot on, on my journey through that. Um, I've come to such a, a better place with that now. But you know, who knows what's gonna, who knows what's gonna happen? I don't want to even allow like that thought process. Oh, who knows? It could, could get worse. But well, it's anyways. okay to acknowledge where you've arrived too. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Coming from that too, I think it's a really important to burn. Like we did a with my coworker Steffi. We did a burning ritual on the full moon the blue moon um oh nice in october and yeah we did it uh at bayfront park and we wrote down on leaves we like you know what we were letting go and everything i think that's very important too and it's sort of like it's kind of like tarot cards and stuff like this or just any parts of life that like remind you you know you'll you'll come you'll run into a part of life that uh, maybe makes you challenged by acceptance or by letting go or temperance is like one of them too or like you know love like falling into love too and rising into love and all this stuff and you learn so much from it and i think it's really important to be intentional with everything that comes your way too and uh yeah it is really important so you know i kept them vague and i think i did a a poor job of explaining that but in also towards the future uh my intentions were also just as vague um (laughs) but it was uh love fulfillment and acceptance and um Fulfillment, I think, is the one that stuck out to me the most. And I think that's what I'm searching for, really, is fulfillment. And, again, I think even tying it back to what I was saying before, of being embarrassed about working here or being seen as this person or I think I should be here or there, um, you know, I even could right now say, oh, yeah, you know, I was on this path. I was doing this thing. I was living the New York life. I was making the New York money. I was working with dollar. Yeah, I was, you know, I was working with the celebrities. You know, slices and hanging out with rats. Exactly. No, but (laughs) no, but exactly. And um, again, what is that? And that that wasn't fulfilling me. And so I shifted away from that. And so I'm still on the path like that wasn't my fulfillment. But being okay with non-conventional success as my fulfillment because you're told oh if i'm just like living in sarasota like working at a at a smoothie shop mm. no offense uh you smoothie know technician smoothie technician Thank sorry <laughs> uh that you're not as successful as someone that's working elsewhere in new york make you know working on big movie sets and, and doing you know and doing the thing so i think that's where also acceptance comes in that i want to be accepting of where i am of who i'm with not in a place of uh, complacency but of a place of like just being in the moment and being uh, appreciative of like what is around me, mm. and then love, of course, we could always use more love, and, and that's it, yeah. that. I so th- it's funny because I think the top two sandwich parts, love, fulfillment, acceptance. I think love and acceptance is how also you can get to fulfillment. Yeah, you know? oh, perfect. Love accepting ex- yourself, the moment. Yeah, exactly where you're at. So, that's where I want to be. Well. I'm right here with you, and I was thinking uh, maybe we can close with some five breaths. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, see, <laughs> before I was ready to go, and then I was like, oh, well, now we're talking again. Listen, that's perfect. Let's do it. I love you. I love you so much. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I know I just ruined the mood. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> what? Don't. I just wanted to uh, extend the chill invitation to the rest of us if if they wanted to uh, join with us. Join with us as we exit out of this conversation on five breaths. That's mm. all. Beautiful. All right, you ready? Yeah, it's your podcast. <laughs> yeah, invite them. Tell them. I love you. All right, come with us on these breaths, dogs. <laughs> <laughs> whoop whoop. <laughs> whoop whoop. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thanks for joining the Chill Invitation, being the Chill Invitation. You too, Seabass. You are the Chill Invitation. Joey, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I had such a great afternoon with you today. Mm, love you. I love you too. Dildoreen. Dildoreen. <laughs> <laughs> Dildoreen. <laughs>